This show is sponsored by Queens Infusions, a mompreneur-owned brand that creates terpenes and CBD-infused wellness products. Woman-owned, mompreneur, small business-owned, Queens Infusions wellness products are homemade in small batches from locally sourced ingredients, and they are my absolute favorite. To mellow out, to chill, to enjoy the scent, the taste, ooh, you name it. You don't want to miss this. Go to the show notes, go to Queens Infusions Etsy shop, and at checkout, use DDRT code for 20% off, courtesy of Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. Mm, bing bong. <laughs> you know I had to come through real New York. Hey yo, what's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> Welcome back guys to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast with your favorite host Miss D and it feels good to be back. Can I just say that fucking bing bong meme video viral TikTok shit really put me in a New York state of mind. Let me just say that right now. Like, you gotta wear your pair of Tim's with a fitted. And then you gotta say that. I'm just saying. Anyway, it feels great to be back. I wanted to be your regular, regular, regular Bronx girl. Coming in real hot on this mic after a week of a break. If you guys heard my mini sewed from Tuesday, you guys already know. Your girl just needed that break and I'm back and it feels good. So let's just dive right in, y'all. This is going to be a full episode, nothing too crazy, right? Because we're not going to make it too crazy. But I definitely want to bring in the segments back just to give you guys the feel, the doses that you deserve. You know, we're going to kick it off as we normally do. And as always, I always make my Solita episodes pop in. So here we are. Let's get it. All right. So for Raw Mess of the Week, you guys remember, um, Raw Mess of the Week, we discuss anything that came off a little messy on social media or even the news or just my life. No, just kidding. That's usually on the overdose. But it's definitely with social media, um, more or less, right? And um, I want to discuss a little something, something. So y'all know the holidays are like here. And one of the key things that always happens during the holidays is families get together. And usually it's families who don't normally always see each other all the time, right? And ever so often, you know, them kids, them kids, them kids that be thinking they're grown and they could just be talking a mess or, you know, intrometidos like just getting involved into adult conversations they will do such a thing right and one of the things our parents used to tell us at least my parents for sure damn used to tell me was you know you don't gotta be telling people your business from the house like don't nobody needs to know what goes on in our home you don't be telling shit don't be telling your grandmother nothing like I couldn't go complain to my grandmother about shit even though I never listened I always did but they used to tell us that, right? Because now you will get popped. You get popped right in your fucking mouth, right? Because you're not supposed to be telling people nothing that be going on in your house. 
I say that to say for the raw mess of the week, y'all, can we just address the fact that Northwest, Kim Kardashian's daughter, totally went viral on TikTok Live, I believe it was, and she was like recording spaces of her home. And ma'am, Kim Kardashian was like, what are you doing? Get off live. You're not supposed to be on live. And I saw a mix of commentary on that, right? Some people were just like, oh, but you know, you give her like everything. You give her like the electronics. Why wouldn't she go on live? Like, this is on you. Mm." You know, talking about shit like that. And to be quite honest with y'all, no, as much as I always disagree with Miss Kim Kardashian, y'all notice I dropped that West, you know, as much as I disagree with her with majority of the things that she ever does on this one, I, I'm kind of with her. I'm with her because I feel like just cause, you know, Northy thinks she cool and down or whatever. And don't get me, don't get me wrong. She's a cute little girl, but she still got rules in the house, no? Like, you can't just be going viral and be sharing all of your house business with the whole fucking world. Like, your mom's is laid up. You don't know if a titty was out or not. Like, you don't know if the house was quote-unquote clean, you know? Although I know there should be looking, like, real fucking clean all the time. But it's the point. It's the principle of it. You know, just because they are in the public eye doesn't necessarily mean the whole fucking world has to see everything that's inside their house. And... I didn't like a lot of the fucking scrutiny that was being thrown at Kim's way. And again, I don't always agree with her parenting. I don't always agree with her. I don't even, I I watched the show for a very long time. I can't even say I like her, but I'm with her on this. I'm with her. And quite frankly, shout out to Kim for not getting up and just slapping up her daughter. I mean, of course she can't do that on IG live and, and, or TikTok live. And listen, I don't condone violence. I really don't, but Back in my day, that's how I learned not to do shit ever again. I mean, I didn't always learn that, but <laughs> majority of the time I learned not to do the shit again because I would get popped. It's that simple. And I'm not saying it's okay, right? I'm not saying it's okay. You guys already know we're trying here to tap into certain things of our own lives and in our generation to not have to repeat certain things. But sometimes some of these kids need to get slapped up because it worked for us. Anyway, that's my raw mess of the week. I needed to give my own commentary on that um, because I was not going to let it go. I just wasn't. (laughs) Now, on this segment, as raw as it gets, we're just going to dive right into this one. Hands on my knees. Mm -mm. Y'all already know who I'm about to bring up up in this topic of conversation. And this one we're going to title Beauty booty and brains okay now I've discussed on the show before okay about body shaming and body types and this whole you know society um, acceptance of certain body types versus others and what looks appealing to which body type and so on we've discussed this we've discussed this on some raw talk on this platform right but I have to bring something up. It would, it, I would do such an injustice to not bring this to the fucking table, right? I think there have been a few times on the show where I've brought this topic of conversation and I've definitely had it with people around me, you know, people of different backgrounds and people with different credentials, right? And so I bring this to the table because I think it's important to just highlight it, right? 
There have been times where people have said, oh, you know, if, you know, people who don't have degrees will say, oh, you don't need a degree to have a successful career, blase, blase, blase. True. A lot of people don't need a degree to have a very successful career. Very, very true. And then, you know, you have those people who are like, no, go to school, go to school, go to school. Like, it's great. Like, you have something to fall back on. You know, some people end up with student loans, some don't, what have you, right? And there was a, a quite some time, a huge portion of my life after having a creative space and after building my own platform to have my own voice outspoken and vibrant and so on, right? The show here where I said, you know, to have a career, to make money, you don't always need to have a degree. Some people can really make it with their talents. And I stand by that. I do. I am one that I do feel based on my listenership, my followers, um, people who are loyal to me through this platform and who have loved my episodes, my show, my ebook, you name it. I do find it that in their opinion and of my own, I do believe I have my own talents, but I also have my own credentials and I have education with degrees, right? To, to show for it. I also have a shitload of fucking student loans. I don't even want to talk to Joe Byron right now, but um, I say that to say I want to be able to put out there how easy it is for someone who can absolutely, a, a woman in this case, flaunt her body, right? Be very comfortable in her own skin and not have that at all take away any of her credentials as someone who just got a college degree, a bachelor's in science, um, in health administration. Shout out to Meg, um, Megan the Stallion, um, because she just shattered some heavy motherfucking glass. She shattered glass, and and listen, I know we could we can sit here about what type of people we see as as heroes, as legends, as as people idols maybe we admire right and we could say they shattered glass right michelle obama shattered glass you have in the latino community too you have so many women that are legendary aoc has shattered glass you know when she wore those hoop earrings in hawaii suit with that very bold red lipstick right you have so many right? Especially in the, in the female sector of it all. You have so many that you could say they shattered glass. They stepped all over that shit and shattered it into a million fucking pieces. But when it comes to the stallion, right? You know, someone who's a rapper, someone who shows off her body. And according to lots of commentary, um, from social media, from society, she ain't shit, you know, she a hoe, uh, because she shows off her ass and her titties, right? She was able to prove that even through all her talents and even in being comfortable in her own skin to display her body for her acts, for her performances, for her dances, for her music videos, for for the added oomph to her talents, right? She was still able to say, bing bong, I got my fucking degree, that's what the fuck she was able to fucking say. She was able to finish college. She was able to set her goals to something she wanted, to something passionate, right? To something that she considers a love just as much as her talent, her 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 music, right? And she was able to successfully 
accomplish it, complete it, and show off a degree to it, right? She has her credentials in that area too. Um, And I wanted to talk about the beauty, the booty, and the brains because the bottom fucking line is there shouldn't be no limitations to whether, I mean, in this case, we're talking about women, right? But you also have men. You have men out there who have their talents, but also may have other aspirations, right? And they too don't have to limit themselves. Women shouldn't have to limit themselves. Women shouldn't have to follow um, a certain idea or a certain model or a certain anything um, to say that that's exactly what they have to do. And that's the only thing that they can do. And if they don't do that, they're a hoe, they ain't shit. Or they have nothing to fall back on. They can't be independent. And when it comes to the stallion, she just she just shattered glass. And she was like, fuck all of y'all. Fuck your life. That's what she just did. She was able to prove that she was able to do that. And there are plenty of other women I myself know that do have plenty of talent and can still pursue a full-blown career with education and with degrees and with credentials. And the truth is, it's not to take away from anybody who chooses not to. And it's not just to go and give all these unnecessary flowers without earned respect to someone who chooses to do so. It's just to say that anything is truly possible when you put the work into it and you put your mind to it if that's really what you want to fucking do. And I could not, I could not get as raw as it gets on this show, on this episode. I mean, if I'm going to come back, I'm going to come in real hot with it on this, on these topics, right? Like I had to put the shit out there. I had to put the shit out there as a woman who does ever so often, or as a single 36 year old woman, ever so often I do exercise however, which way I feel to be sexy and feel sexy, whether I'm all covered up from head to toe or not. Mm. Because my cleavage always be out, right? My titties always be out. And I still got my full-blown career and this show to show for my talents. Period. So, there goes your As Raw As It Gets segment. (laughs) Now, on the double or nothing, speaking of education and literacy, there's another hot topic I want to be able to discuss. And it's something that is no secret. We've definitely discussed it. Um, I'm sure on a very personal note, individually, all of you listeners, myself, for sure, I can tell you, I've definitely discussed this multiple times, right? Um, but I wanted to bring this up because it actually was a scene in one of my favorite shows. And sadly, this show is coming to an end. Um, it is HBO's Insecure. But it was a scene that came out that really just... <sighs> It just hit me hard. And listen, without dishing out too much of personal information of mine, because it's not really mine, right? But it's no secret. A lot of us in our 30s have much older parents, right? And I luckily still have both my parents alive. But it's something that has actually happened in my home. And I witnessed it in my favorite TV show. And it's not to make this a sad moment. It's to make this a reality moment. It's to, it's to keep it all the way fucking raw. And it would not be justice to the double or nothing if I don't hit it real hard on this one and give you the double dose. Um, so we're going to keep it all the way raw here. Like all the way raw. This whole bullshit with our elders choosing to ignore the financial literacy that we all need from start to finish that they needed 
from the very beginning, but unfortunately they never got. In my case, being the daughter of immigrant parents, surely um, there's more cultural factors than an educational factor on that because you're just not supposed to talk about certain things. <laughs> Hence, raw mess of the week, right? Some things you just got to keep private and they stay in your home. But this topic of conversation is important to bring to light and it's important to address it. Because I think at some point, we as a collective, as as society, as communities, right, sub-communities in our communities, uh, whether it is by our cultures, by our ethnicity, right, um, or just by our demographic, we need to be able to put in place resources to this factor. We need to be able to find the places that could provide these resources to address this factor. And listen, at this point right now, I sort of kind of maybe feel like a complete fucking idiot and hypocrite because this was something that early on in this year, I wanted to really get on top of and address and stay consistent with, with becoming more financially literate to what my needs are, what my future goals are. And I have not. I haven't done so. I had a plan in place for it. And unfortunately, life just started life in. Shit took a turn on many different levels. I said it in the mini so this week I had to allocate and reallocate funds um, in certain instances. And thank God, thank God for certain certain funding that I was able to fall back on. Right. And um, certain decisions that I was hoping to make and execute, I have not been able to execute yet. But that doesn't mean I don't have to keep it all the way raw here with China. That doesn't mean I'm not going to put it all on the table and on this mic. And I say that to say it is still not too late to become financially literate to what the reality is when us, you know, and I say us because if y'all know this show, I welcome everybody. But the truth is, I'm in my mid-30s. And so therefore, I'm <laughs> based on my stats, y'all, y'all all in y'all mid-30s too, um, majority of y'all. And um, again, to the point that our parents, um, if we all are, you know, gracefully given the opportunity to still have our parents with us or our guardians with us, you know, a lot of them tend to ignore the the topic of conversation of what happens with life after death, you know? Um, yes, I'm quoting Big's album on that. Um, in Insecure, the episode where the character Molly, a fantastic character, her mom suffered a stroke and they started putting in place certain documentation, you know, living will and, you know, who takes what or what do I have to leave behind for my kids? This was a conversation with her father and someone who is her friend, but also takes care of these type of things for families. Right. And there was a conversation there that was had about disappointment because the father just didn't have enough to leave behind for them. Um, but what it really, really was interesting to me is just how they were able to put in that scene the fact that the family just didn't even want to talk about this shit right let's just not even address it right we're just gonna pray here that this woman is just gonna survive right and at the end of the day while all of us may have our faith right and whatever it is that we may believe in whether it is a higher power or just spiritually right to any spiritual being or even the universe that our loved ones are always going to be with us the reality is that's not the case and the reality is that these type of decisions, if you have an opportunity to discuss it with your family, you should. These are the type of things that the collective should decide together. If it's going to be beneficial to leave shit behind to your kids or not, or 
yeah, you you make an executive decision of what to do with it in life. To then know if you could give still something to your kids for them to be able to say, this my my mom and pops did this for me. Okay, I I needed to bring this up, you know, with the beauty, booty, and brains, right? Um, <laughs> because sometimes I feel like we allow fear. And we allow a little a little dose of insecurity, again, tracing it back to our cultural differences, cultural backgrounds, um, generational curses. Right. And we don't think about how we're really fucking it up for ourselves, for our future too, our future children and setting these things in place. I am someone who from the very beginning on the show has always voiced out um, I'm in healthcare. That is the career I have led um, myself into success. And I'm very proud of it. But because of that, it was really where I was exposed to a lot of this bullshit, to scenes like the one in the show Insecure with Molly and her parents. I was exposed to things like that because I was never really around death growing up. And it was only then, you know, after getting an education, after getting both my college degrees, including my master's, after excelling in my career, um, that I was able to be exposed to certain situations like that where my expertise had some form of involvement, right? And then I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, y'all, but my family doesn't do this shit. My family doesn't practice this. Where's the brains in that? Right? Where is the brains in that? Why are we not thinking collectively on this shit and making executive decisions as a family? I had to give this a double dose and I had to put this out there because one more thing that definitely came up. As a question to myself, a question I've definitely shared with my siblings and a question I definitely want to challenge people to ask themselves. Are we always just expecting that our elders are supposed to leave behind besides, you know, their teachings, their values, their principles that they they instill in us? Right. Besides a legendary mark on that name. Remember what I always say on this show, our name is our brand. Besides leaving, just even that little piece of legend, right? Are they supposed to leave us something materialistic behind for us to benefit from? Because that's really what it's about when you think about it. Like, are we so invested in the idea that yo, my mom and pops got that? That's going to be part mine. Or should we be more invested in not repeating certain types of behaviors or not repeating the story and breaking that cycle and doing better for ourselves because at the end of the day we are in a place where we have excelled where we are getting our talents in place for accomplishments for success or even our careers through education food for thought on that something to think about something to challenge you on and to see that's really a topic of conversation you are willing and able to have with the collective. Mm. <laughs> How about that for a will? All right, y'all. We're going to go right into the overdose. And on this one, y'all, I have to hit this one real, real, real heavy. Okay. I know, you know, maybe this one a little morbid. Mm, maybe not. I want to just cheer it up a little bit. I want to just hit it off in full cheer um, because y'all already know, listen, we're not out of this whole fucking pandemic shit. People are still getting sick. Variants are doing what they do best. Y'all, as much as we got to be careful, and yes, we still do, mask the fuck up. 
But y'all, isn't this so beautiful? And like, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But lately, my ass has been in the city. And and if you're from New York, you know exactly what I mean by in the city, okay? In the city means I'm anywhere on the island of Manhattan. That's right, because that's an island, y'all. And I have been there lately. Saturday evenings, Sunday evenings. You know, I've been taking some trips, coming in and out of the city, right? And I've just been really just so over fucking joyed to see holiday lights, to see people in holiday spirit, to see gloves and scarves and hats. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm a winter baby. I'm a November baby. So this little stuff means a lot to me. And to be able to see that, to be able to see people buying gifts and shopping, you know, it gives a little bit of fucking hope. You know, I chose today <laughs> to keep it on a good vibe. It's not a raw ramp. Maybe next week I'll bring it back to that. But I want to keep it on a good vibe on that. I want to be able to to share with you guys what my joys have been. You know, I'm not done Christmas shopping because as always, I always start this shit mad fucking late. Um, some people are about to get some gift cards to their favorite coffee spots. Mm. And you already know if you're from New York, you only got like two choices. But I mean, I just I already said on the minis that I'm doing things different this year, which is dope. But it's just the spirit itself. You know, I've been going through some things and I've had to make executive decisions uh, to make certain changes. Right. To do things a little different, a little, little different. And I don't regret it by no means. I absolutely do not. I think it's fitting for me, fitting how I want to close out this year. Um, and how I want to be able to celebrate in peace, um, but still bring a little a little dose of happiness, right, to myself and to others, right, whether near or far. But it's also just to share that, you know, during the holiday season when things get a little hectic, you know, it gets busy, 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 and um, you got people around you, or maybe you don't, maybe you're you're not able to. Just remember that there are some people who are alone alone uh remember to extend that joy and you know that that love and and that that spiritual excitement to other people um stay very very positive on that note because the fact is and it's not to make this at all sad it's just not everybody's in a good space especially during the the season um for some people it's a lot tougher than others uh, and the least you could do is that if you're able to tap into a fucking smile because something just looks so beautiful, something as simple as New York City lights on Fifth Avenue or the Rockefeller Christmas tree, right? Or the Macy's lights, right? Um, share that joy. Take a fucking picture. Put it all over fucking social media. Y'all be loving recording every single fucking thing. You know, you out having drinks, share a picture of that drink. Cheers to all of y'all. Take it with me. Take a step. Take a shot. You name it. I mean, just really genuinely spread the love, spread the cheer. You never know who fucking needs it. And it's never enough. It's just never enough. And on that note, guys, this was fun. I definitely wanted to come in to just put some highlights out there. Um, You know, the holidays is about family. And it's about, you know, the New Year's coming right around the corner, right? When the holidays start, you know it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, then it's the New Year's. And then all these resolutions start to be set on uh, in place. And you're writing it on post-its or you're writing it on a journal. Or you're writing it on a piece of paper or you're writing it on a fucking email to somebody, right? What have you. And 
I wanted to discuss family matters a little bit, right? And the things that go on behind the closed doors and the things that we can't turn a blind eye to. And also discuss how how beautiful it is when some people really set their goals no matter what the fuck it is that the rest of society tells them they can or cannot do. Um, because if it inspires anybody, right, to be able to set certain goals for yourself for the New Year's resolution. And like I said in the mini so fuck the whole diet shit. No, I mean real fucking goals. I mean, don't get it twisted. Those are real goals and they're hard to get to. But that's an all year round thing. That's an all year life thing. Your wellness should be a, your whole life thing. I mean, other goals, other goals that you can actually check off and say, OK, I did this now. Let me move on to the next one. Right. Um. It's the goal setting. It's, it's, it's the reality of, of when we gather together as family for the holidays. It's not just to eat and cheers. It's also to just remember that, you know, when you are with your family, there are other things that we should be able to gather together for. You know, it's not to make this any less joyful than what, you know, the holidays are supposed to be. It's just it's just raw talk, y'all. It's just raw talk in a real holiday spirit. <laughs> and it wouldn't be me if I don't keep it all the way fucking raw and bold and bring this to the fucking table. You already know I'm this mic. So fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> real fucking New York, y'all. I love, 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 love that meme. I am not a fan of TikTok. I know I still have to get on it, but I love that whole fucking meme. Just everything that has stirred up from that fucking phrase and just the collective of how they put that shit together and everybody goes so viral. And I think the reason why is because honestly speaking, it really touches my real New York City heart to the core. And sometimes that's what the fuck we need. After what this city has been through, we've needed that. And on that note, guys, this is a short episode, a full episode nonetheless, with all your segments. We are back, coming in real hot. I've missed y'all. I thank you so much for the break you guys gave me. And as always, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Misty. And you guys, as always, will tune in next week. Bye. Sup, baby. Take me out to dinner. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.